Thanks for tuning in to the Prime Bookseller Podcast, the bi-weekly podcast discussing all things Amazon bookselling. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Prime Bookselling Podcast. So, uh, as a little added thing to this po- this podcast, we're going to start taking some questions that come through, and, and I'm going to do an episode just about the question, and one of the one of the questions that came through recently, I giggled at it because this is like the time tested oldest question that people have about Amazon book selling. That and I just figured let's knock this one out as our first one right away because people are always, always asking this question. And I thought Amazon had done some stuff to fix this problem so that people didn't ask this question as much, but it's still apparently out there. So the question is, can someone explain why? Why do people send low-dollar books to FBA if they will lose money? So what this person is asking is they've probably seen some listings where the person sent in a book, and if you actually figured out the fees structured with the books, the selling of the book, then they, if you did the math, you would find out that, that by selling that book, the seller is actually going to lose money. There's... This happens all the time. You'll see it. If you see pretty much any book that's priced, I mean, I'm going to guess like at this point, $4 and below on FEA, that person is going to lose money when they send that book. Amazon is going to charge them fees to get rid of that book. So why would anybody do this? And there's a number, number of reasons why this can happen. One, if you're not familiar with this, there are a lot of sellers out there. In fact, most sellers, and I recommend every seller that have automated repricers. What are automated repricers? They're they're tools that run on on your Amazon account. Uh, they actually run externally your Amazon account, access all your Amazon listings. They pull them down based on rules that you configure. They set a new price for the book based on what Amazon's showing as current value for that book. So. Just to give a simple example, if let's say you list a book and you charge, you say, I'm going to sell this book for $10, but then another seller comes on and puts his at $8, the repricer will see that and based on your rules, if, if it's okay for the repricer to drop that price down to $8, it'll drop it down to match that seller so you re- remain the lowest seller on Amazon, thus increasing your chances of sales. So how would a repricer affect this from happening? Well... Not everybody knows how to configure a repricer correctly, and sometimes they'll reconfigure a repricer badly, and the repricer will drop the price down to a point where you'll lose money on it, which can definitely happen. So so that might be one scenario where this would play out that somebody would sell a book for a loss, and it's just simply an accident. Another one of the big driving forces behind it could be that so... Another wonderful thing that Amazon has is if you're selling a book FBA, the book, a book can really only sit in inventory for six to 12 months before Amazon's going to start charging you these exuberant fees to keep it in their warehouse, or they're going to require you to get it out of the warehouse. And especially recently, these fees to get the book out of the warehouse have gotten really expensive. In fact, I've seen a single book costing people $7 to get removed from the warehouse, which is just, in my eyes, ridiculous. But that's the way they do it, and that's the system that they play. So what a lot of sellers will do is that once it gets to that time frame where 
they have to get the book out of the warehouse. Well, now they're just going to take it and they're going to make it as cheap as humanly possible So, because they just want to get a sale, get it out there so they don't have to pay any fees. And if they do it right, they might actually structure it where they might say, well, for me to dispose of this book, it's going to cost me $3. So I'm willing to take a $1.50 loss on the book in a sale just to get that sale, get it out of there to, to avoid the $3 in loss. Now, for anybody that's sitting there thinking, well, that doesn't make any sense. You're still losing money. You're right. You are still losing money. But the key to it is, is that you're losing less money. And losing less money means gaining money, if that makes sense. Because if you have an option of losing $1.50 or losing $3, which option would you take? Me, myself, I would take the losing $1.50 option. So some people will actually price their books intentionally to lose money, but they're doing it in such a way that by they're losing money, but they're losing less money than they would if they just remove the item. Just on a side note to that, I'm not a fan. I am not a fan of playing that game, especially since there is an option, and we should probably do an episode about about removal settings for your Amazon account. But there is an option within your Amazon account that when these books come up for these long-term storage fees, um, you can turn on like an auto remove feature. And generally, if you configure it right, what, what Amazon does by default is they're going to either liquidate the book or they're going to, to dispose of the book. Disposing of the book costs you money. Generally, the fees to uh, liquidate a book are nothing or you might even get a little money from Amazon for liquidating the book. So the point is, is that I don't personally employ the thing of, of like, okay, I'm going to cut my removal fees in half by just selling this book at a loss because I find it's probably just cheaper to just let them liquidate the book and get rid of it. And that's what I highly recommend every other seller does. But when you do see these ridiculously low Amazon prices, that that is probably what they're doing. Or it could be what they're doing. And there is one more. And this one is this one's a little bit sadder of a story, but there is one more reason why this might happen. And it's very possible that just the person that is doing this, that you see selling this book. They just don't, they're, they're a new seller. They don't understand how Amazon works. They do not listen to a podcast that educates them on how Amazon works. And so they think, oh, I bought a book for, for 50 cents. If I sell it for $6, well, that's, that's great. That's great profit, which it is until Amazon takes all their fees off of it. And then it becomes a pretty much no profit. So. The final reason that this could happen on a book is just simply because it's it's an uneducated seller, and over time these sellers learn their mistakes and they move on. They either quit selling because they they get upset because they got ripped off or whatever, or they fix the mistake and then they continue on and you'll stop seeing them selling books um, that cheaply. So those are the three primary reasons why I see something like this happening on Amazon. My advice is just to you is to to somebody asking this question is doesn't really matter. Uh, it was like 
don't get obsessed over a question like this. Just focus on yourself and your business and focus on not making that mistake that another seller might be making. And you'll be a lot better off than to like be like, oh my God, why can they sell books so much cheaper than me? Well, just understand that I promise you, if you, if you were to sell a book at that price, FBA, and you were to lose money, whoever's selling that book at that price is also losing money. So it's best to not worry about it and be like, and just be, I'm just not going to do what that person's doing because what they're doing doesn't make sense. So, so with that, I mean, this is a very short episode, which I guess you can thank me because the last one I think was a little bit longer, but, but we will, uh, wrap that question up from there. If any of you do have other questions that you want to have answered on this podcast, feel free to drop those po- questions to sales at kingsridgemedia.com. As well, check out all of our different sourcing opportunities that we have on our website at kingsridgemedia.com, or you can also get direct links to them in the show notes. As always, I appreciate everybody listening to this podcast. We'll see you in two weeks on the next episode. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to the Prime Bookseller Podcast. Join us for the next episode as we discuss all things Amazon bookselling. 